Hello, hackers. Thanks a lot for joining us for another episode of the Hacking UI podcast, where we hack our way through design, development, and entrepreneurship. I'm David Zentner, and today's episode is what we like to call an in-between-isode. There's only a few days left of the applications for our program, the Side Project Accelerator, so I wanted to quickly discuss one of the core philosophies we teach in the program, audience-driven product development. This is the methodology that Sigi and I developed and used to build Hacking UI. We believe that this methodology works extremely well for side projects and can allow you to ensure that you will come away from each project with a new asset. In the Side Project Accelerator, we guide you through how to start building your audience, establishing your personal brand, and getting yourself out there, all so you can ensure success with your side project. The next batch starts on November 13th, and if you'd like to join, applications are due by November 10th. You can find out more on sideprojectaccelerator.com or visit Hacking UI. All right, let's get hacking. A side project should be developed differently than a startup. I've worked on my fair share of side projects, but Hacking UI was the first time that I realized this. Over the past three years of working on it, Sigi and I tweaked and modified our philosophy, the point that I can finally say I'm pretty proud of it. We call it audience-driven product development. This is an idea that we slowly formulated and continued to build on after interviews with successful entrepreneurs such as Jeffrey Zeldman, Paul Jarvis, and Tobias Van Schneider. We've also watched closely as companies such as Intercom and Buffer use this approach and pulled ideas from them as well. Audience-driven product development values building an audience above all else, and treating that audience as your most valuable asset. You first build an audience and provide tons of value. Only after you've established a dedicated following do you try to monetize. Audience-driven product development can best be explained with an example. Let's say you think you want to build a tool for designers. I don't know, maybe it's a web app that speeds up or improves a workflow in some way. Now, using the traditional method for launching a product, you would first do some market validation, then plan and build an MVC, start charging for it, and iterate on the product based on feedback from your customers. This method may work well for startups, but for side projects in which you don't have the luxury of a large team or some fat investment capital to play with, this method fails more often than not. That's because it's an all-or-nothing approach. If the product fails at any of the steps along the way, you're essentially left with nothing. If your validation fails, then you don't continue building it. If your MVC doesn't attract users, then you don't charge for it. If your user base doesn't continue to grow with each iteration and new feature, then you don't have the financial means to support development and you stop working on it. I've personally used this method in two startups and countless side projects. Each product ended at a different stage, but no matter the stage, my outcome was the same. It was no easier for me to succeed with my next product than it was before. This is not meant to downplay the lessons learned or the personal growth I picked up along the way. I learned a lot with each product, but as far as making my future products any easier to launch in some tangible way, that just didn't happen. Let's look at how you would tackle that same example using audience-driven product development. If design is the field you know you want to work in, and designers are the audience that you know you want to target, then you start by establishing yourself as a thought leader. You do that by writing and speaking about design, sharing your experiences, and creating loads of content. You create tons of value and continue to grow your audience. You can start developing a product, but as you do it, you document the process, you share your progress, and you give your audience as much free value as you can along the way. Of course, this is not easy to do, and the downside is that it takes a ton of time. But that also forces you to ask yourself some difficult questions, such as, is this a field I'm truly passionate about? It also means that you're acknowledging this will not be an overnight success. Lots of people are drawn into working on a side project because they think that it will be their ticket out, and that it will make them millions of dollars in a few weeks. That is almost never the case, and audience-driven product development accepts that up front. With audience-driven product development, you're investing your time in return for audience rather than money. This is a hard concept to grasp, 
and is even more difficult when you're just starting out. However, the rewards are huge. When you've invested that much time and energy into building an audience, by the time you actually start to ask for money from them, they'll be significantly more likely to pay you. These are the people that have been reading your articles, valuing your opinion, and following your every move after all. These are also the people whose feedback you can trust. You can ask your audience what kind of problems they face and what kinds of solutions they are looking for. You don't have to ask randoms on the street or pay people to join focus groups. You have direct access to a large group of people who have already proven that they are interested and are all potential buyers. Moreover, audience-driven product development mitigates the risk of working on a side project. If you build a product and it doesn't make you money, no problem. You've created a ton of awesome content along the way, given value, and increased the number of people in the world who care about what you do and want to try your next product. When you do go and build that next product, it will be that much easier for you to make money. Building an audience is not easy, and I don't think there are many shortcuts. You have to provide tons of value for a long period of time. With Hacking UI, we began sending a weekly newsletter in which we curated the best design and front-end development links. We sent this newsletter every single week for about two and a half years, and we continue to do so. We also gave away a free script to export SVGs from Photoshop. We then gave away UI kits, icon packs, wrote tons of articles, and we created a podcast, this podcast, and interviewed the most successful people we knew. Only after almost three years of providing value did we launch a paid membership program and ask our audience to buy it. And when that time came, they showed us support and returned the favor. All right, so that's a wrap. Thank you, hackers, for joining us today, and we hope you enjoy the show. You can find all the links and resources from this conversation on hackingui.com slash podcast. If you're interested in joining the Side Project Accelerator, applications for the next batch are open until November 10th. In the Side Project Accelerator, we put you through eight intense weeks to build the foundation for you to gather your audience, and we give you the tools to reach them through a blog and an awesome newsletter. We share all of our tools with you, including the internal software that we built in order to get the job done. You can apply now on sideprojectaccelerator.com. Last thing, if you enjoyed this show, we would love to hear from you. Just tweet at us at HackingUI or just review this podcast on iTunes. Those reviews really help us out and make our day. We'll see you next week, hackers, and remember to keep hacking.